Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we're discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. And this week, we're back to talk about chapter 37, just as soon as we rearrange some molecules. Oh, boy. And how are we gonna? (laughs) Oh, Megan, this is the last chapter of book two. It is. And it is. There's a lot going on. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like this should, like... If only the chapter we got of, like, the Fenrings and Fade and all of that, like, it would have been nice if that had been half as exciting as this chapter where one person is sitting in one place for the whole, (laughs) or, like, standing and then sitting for, like, the entire chapter. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but what a chapter. So much happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Choices are made. Before we get into that, I think that it's looking like we're going to be seeing some footage pretty soon. Yeah, there's the scuttlebutt on Twitter is that there is at least some like behind the scenes sort of making of publicity stuff out there. And so mm-hmm. maybe that's all going to be crafted into something. A teaser, maybe. A teaser. I don't know what it would be in front of at this point, but I don't know anything about that industry. Yeah. No, no, no clue of whatsoever. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, the stuff that is being said is pretty positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I heard, I saw that uh, Dave Batista has never looked creepier. Was the 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 quote that I saw about this? Uh, that I found interesting because I've never found him to look creepy. But you know what? No. Okay, let's see what he can do. <laughs> I feel like Revenge should look creepy, though. So I'm encouraged yeah. by that. I am, too. Um, I, I do wonder what that means, though. Yeah. It's, there's a lot that could happen with that. And it's just like, is that good? Is that bad? Is he in, like, a weird mask? Because what? You know. <laughs> hey, but we'll see. Well, <clears throat> while we're waiting for that, we might as well get into this here chapter. Because <sighs> we got a lot of ground to cover. So much ground. So much spicy, spicy ground. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's an orgy. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Definitely <laughs> hints of one. There's 20,000 people in an orgy. That's too many people. Okay. That's a rave of I some kind. I am, like, really confused here because in the beginning of the chapter, it's definitely 5,000 people. And then when I was writing, because I make show notes before every episode, so I know it's a shock that we actually have some kind of script. But um, <laughs> when I was making my notes, I was like, I thought at some point they said something about 20,000 people. And I went back and I was like looking through the chapter and I couldn't find it. Yeah, that's by the end, it, it's 20,000. Okay, that's that's what I thought. So my notes might not be the most correct, but... <laughs> too many people definitely the first time that's ever happened uh so we ended last time with paul getting freaked out by a couple little kids with knives uh spoiler alert that comes to nothing they're just cool kids (laughs) who like their new dad (laughs) so yeah they're really they're really kind of into paul because you know he's a celebrity 
Yeah, and he's their new dad. They say that, you know, they're not mourning Jameis because they have a new dad now. Which, when you're 15, imagine when you were 15 if some kid was like, you're my mom now. You'd be like, oh. <laughs> uh, no. I'm sorry. I refuse. Uh, you must have mistaken me for someone else because I am writing fan fiction. I don't even like the thought of that now, and I'm 42. So <laughs> I'm, I would just be like, I'm not prepared for this. I'm too young. <laughs> And their names are uh, Caliph, son of Jeff, Jeff the Fremen, and yes. Orlop, the son of Jameis. Son Orlop. of Jameis. Orlop. Caliph and Orlop. Oh, boy. Paul's like, can I change Great your names. names to something else? <laughs> I don't like any of that. You will be, you will be Jeff, too? Oh. <laughs> we must continue the proud name of Jeff. Jeff the yes. Fremen. <laughs> I love you, Jeff. R.I.P. Ask Dan. <laughs> For, RIP. Forever in our hearts. <laughs> Jeff the Fremen. But, as always, uh, we have to start with a little bit from the writings of the Princess Arulan. This one, again, is from A Manual of Muad'Dib. And it goes <laughs> like this. The hands move. The lips move. Ideas gush from his words. And his eyes devour. He is an island of selfdom. A description mm -hmm. from a manual of Muad'Dib by the Princess Arulan. What? Okay. I get like a little poem. When I poem, read poem, that, poem. I was like, there needs to be like Enya or something like playing over that. Like that's definitely like, I don't know. It's like uh, pure moods. Oh gosh, like Some enigma or something. Yes, always yes. enigma. <laughs> enigma jinx. Uh. That would be, I hope there's a lot of enigma on the soundtrack. I know they'll probably want to be really, like, cool, but I'm like, just throw some enigma out ooh, there. Ooh, 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 no. Even better. Even better. Mm. Dead can dance. True, true. I mean, they can all go to, they can yeah. all work together. Yeah. Dead can dance is really, would be a perfect soundtrack for, for Dune. Well, I was saying initially, I was like, just, you know, come on, Hans Zimmer, like, just bust out, like, Lisa Gerard. You guys just do Now mm -hmm. We Are Free from Gladiator again. No one yeah. remembers Gladiator. You can reuse it. <laughs> True. But so we are back with Jessica, who's going to be the Reverend Mother. Yes. It's time it, to pay that particular piper. Because they are leaving in the morning, which seems like a really bad time to have your spice orgy, but okay. I mean, I'm not the planner here. Um <laughs> They are leaving the next day, and their current Reverend Mother is like, I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to be going with you. Well, yeah, I mean, she's just a, like, I think they said something like bundle of sticks in a cloak. <laughs> it's just how she's described. Like, she's an old crone. I'm really getting tired of people calling women old crones in things. This is like the third time. I've read or watched something where someone gets called a crone. Well, I mean, that's basically my aesthetic. I don't have <laughs> stick legs, but I am at always just sort of a sentient pillow of some kind. So, yeah. like, I'm comfortable with this description. A soft it, crone. That's me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just sort of, you know, wandering through the world in, like, seven layers. Um, <laughs> so, Jessica 
is like looking down. There's this big giant. They're in the party hall, basically. Mm-hmm. They're in the party room, and uh, she's standing there with Stilgar, and he's like, "Yeah, well, so we got Paul. He's on his way. Um, do you want to ask him about this?" And she's like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Uh, no. This is is my decision." Except that she finally, and this is important, starts to think, like, well, damn, I am currently pregnant. Yeah. And anything that happens to me will subsequently happen to my daughter because I am pregnant. Huh. Yep. Oh, well. I, I mean, because she could very well die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, she's, she could, you know, they're very much preparing for the possibility that she could die. Uh, they... Yeah, people are just, like, laying down some carpets. Everyone's showing up. Uh, Stilgar is just like, you can sit here until the Reverend Mother shows up. And she's like, no, I'm good. I do like the Stilgar this whole time is still kind of just like, Sue, hey me. (laughs) How's it going? Uh, I think she's just like, well, does Paul have any, does his opinion have any bearing on what I'm going to do? And Stilgar has to be like, well, nah, not really. It's yeah. like, then never mind. <laughs> not going to talk about this with him. Because at this point, she is really in her mind having to choose between her children. Because yeah. she knows they have to get everything in motion to maintain this idea that Paul is, you know, Lisa and Al Gabe and that, you know, he's there and this messiah and whatnot and so she has to become the reverend mother but she is also pregnant with this other kid and uh... yeah (laughs) (laughs) oops so people just keep coming uh yeah it's five thousand people then it's ten thousand people and then they just keep coming uh paul comes in with his two new kids they are pretty awesome they like are walking on either side of him with their hands and their knives just like yeah they're feeling very self-important right now like yeah "Yeah, this is my stepdad my new dad is uh the chosen one so (laughs) suck it yeah that's right you're not making fun of orlop at plant school anymore I also like that Stilgar is like the son of Jameis, the sons of Jameis who are now the sons of Usul. And she's just kind of like, uh huh, yeah. It's like, uh, did you hear that part, Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> you were concerned about your son appropriately flirting with a peer. Uh, <laughs> now he has two kids, one of whom yeah. is like four years younger than him. Congratulations, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Stilgar is like trying to smile at her and make her laugh and stuff. She's just like, nah, this is too serious, man. Like, I can't. I can't do this right now. <laughs> Paul, meanwhile, is like, what's going on? Yeah. I thought there was hey, a Hey, Mom, meeting. what's what's up? <laughs> Why are there, like, 10,000 people in here? And what's, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> Jessica's kind of like, not now, kid. <laughs> so Chani comes in, and she is on her still suit. She's in a dress. And she is wearing a green armband. And Paul has been told by his new sons that green is the color of mourning. Interesting. I think that's so, like, so fitting and neat. And, I mean, I guess because green is really a color that they never see there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, a nice uh, detail. You know, and, and it Paul's just kind of thinking about how, you know, he learned that from his new his new kids he didn't really answer any of their questions about whether or not he was 
the least Sen al because he could hear, he says he could hear the jihad in their voices. Um, that, you know, if he says that, they're going to be like, well, let's go kill some people for you. Uh, he has, meanwhile, mostly spent the day just, like, thinking his terrible thoughts, trying to figure out a way that he could stop this jihad from happening. Mm-hmm. And with these kids, like, standing guard over him. He's yeah. just like, hey, guys, hey, boys, can you just uh, keep an eye on the door? <laughs> yeah, don't let anyone come in here and talk to me. <laughs> I got to do some stuff, some magic stuff. Yeah. So uh, an old woman is brought in, being carried on a litter, the mm-hmm. aforementioned bundle of sticks. <laughs> um, Mother Ramallo. Who <laughs> greets Jessica by saying, so you're the one. The Shadow Mapes was right to pity you. <laughs> And Jessica's like, uh, thanks, but I don't need that shit. And she goes, that remains to be seen. <laughs> so, like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and stuff but... like that is why I would do so poorly in any of these sorts of, you know, fantasy sci-fi situations. Because it's oh, the same sure. thing with, like, Jedi stuff. You know, you're going to mm-hmm. just keep saying these things at me. And it's like, I don't understand what that means, actually. I don't really have a comeback for that. <laughs> so yeah. do I go on this quest now? Or <laughs> did that mean I don't? I, huh? That was one of the big, that was one of the things I enjoyed the most, honestly, about The Witcher, is that so much of that is people going, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, and you haven't read Wheel of Time. Okay. Here's here's a mystical, here's a mystical <laughs> prophecy. I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed. I'm hungry. Oh uh, well, you still have to eat and sleep, and you know. Mm-hmm. So Stilgar makes a big announcement. Yep. That the Reverend Mother is not going with them. They are going south into the desert. Mm-hmm. And well, they can last for a while without a Reverend Mother. It's better to have one. So yeah. Jessica is going to attempt it. She is going to attempt the right. Yep. They call it the, uh, they call her the, the strength of the tribe, I think. Something mm-hmm. along those lines. Yeah. Say so the, the Sayadina Jessica of the Weirding. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is awesome. So I guess the Sayadina is like what the, a, a sub, like a, a mm-hmm. assistant to the Red yeah. Mother sort of, or like an acolyte. So in Jessica's place, now that she's, going to be Reverend Mother not Sayadina Cheney will now be the Sayadina. Yeah, just in case something happens to Jessica, they're like yeah. so if she dies we've got this other one. <laughs> so they, Chani gets to then kind of take over and do a bunch of the ceremony because she's the new the new alkalite. Mm-hmm. So everyone is saying stuff Paul's still just like, wait, what's going on here? What does he mean if my mom fails? Hold on. <laughs> This is all very Catholic with all the chanting and the calling back. And yeah, you must have felt right at home. What do you think happens at mass? (laughs) People, the priest says a thing and then everyone in the uh, audience, (laughs) is that a word? Says something back. (laughs) Okay, that part's fine. (laughs) That's what I meant. No one has called anything of the weirding, unfortunately. I I have been to a couple of masses, mostly for funerals and weddings, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The great, the greatest hits. Yeah. Um. So I just love that this whole time, like Stilgar is saying, like you know, if she doesn't make it, then we have Chani and Jessica mm-hmm. of the Weirding, and Paul's just going Jessica the Weirding. <laughs> if she fa- wait, uh, it, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. 
So maybe you shouldn't have spent your whole day like thinking about yeah, like chill like, it out, like on a pillow, mm-hmm. vaping. Exactly. I just decided he was vaping. I mean, why hashtag not? kids these days. Hashtag spice vapes. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about vaping, so if anyone out there can, I'm sure you know someone knows something. How would you vape spice? Let's. There you go. Maybe that'll be in the movie. Yeah. Uh, a of some sort, I imagine. Oh, that's, I guess? I don't. Yeah. Again, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so Paul's just like, oh, okay. So Chaney calls, Chaney calls the Watermaster. And I enjoyed this part because there's this whole, like, ritual again. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, talking about the the water of life. And at one point, you know, part of the ritual is that she asks Jessica if she's ever had, you know, she's ever tasted it. And then she's, before Jessica can answer, she's like, you haven't tasted it. <laughs> I just like you, that's part of it. You're an outsider. From, from, uh, you're an outsider from off, off planet and you're unprivileged. <laughs> I just like that there's like a, a question and then an immediate cutoff as part of the ritual. Have you done this? No, you haven't. Um, just don't even try to answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jessica realizes that the water sort of smells like spice, but it also, she can sense that there's poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at this point, she is like, fuck, I'm pregnant. <laughs> this is, I don't know what I'm drinking. I don't know what this will do to me. Do yeah. I, and she thinks, you know, do I have the right to risk us both? Which I think is a, a really interesting concept because, I mean, let's, ignore any kind of like let's ignore an abortion debate for this because like this is a you know we'll just say it's a child she wanted so she Mm -hmm. feels responsible and so it's an interesting concept where she's just like well shit you know do i have the right as a pregnant person who is like hey i'm pregnant this is great to also be like i don't know i'm gonna drink this weird shit (laughs) um and Meanwhile, I feel, I think the Reverend Mother is just like, I'm going to go into some sort of coma and then die. Yeah. So hurry up and drink this, please. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting. So uh, Chani is like, okay, you got to drink it. And Jessica's like, all right, I just, I have to do this. So she wonders if it's spiced liquor at first. Yeah. Uh, she thinks, she remembers how drunk Duncan got. Can I just say... In this tracks back just a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. How unsettling I found it that they call it the water with seed. Yeah, that there is seed in the water. I don't like that. Yeah, it's not a pleasant I, word. I want you to elaborate, please, on what this seed might be. They don't. Yeah. It's sorry. A, it's, to, sorry to interrupt you for that, but yeah. It really bothered it's, me. It's a cheesecloth pouch of cinnamon sticks and cloves. Yeah. It's just they're making a nice, a nice little wasal for the holidays. Um, uh. It's delicious. So she takes, like, the world's smallest sip, which I love because I think that's everyone's yeah. sort of like, oh, I love Jägermeister. <laughs> and then Johnny's like, nah, here you go. And she pushes on the back and Jessica has to take, like, two giant gulps. And then she realizes that it's a drug. Yeah. It ain't messing around either. And it's unlike any other drug of her experience, and Benny Jesuit training included the taste of many drugs. 
<laughs> Hot times at boarding school with the Benny Gesserit. <laughs> so now she's just. What did she say <laughs> earlier? She's just tripping balls. Yeah, I did text you, and I was like, Jessica is tripping balls. She is. She's. Um, it's really good, though. It's mm-hmm. really written in such a way that it feels like a drug trip reading it. Yeah, she's sort of sees her essence as, yeah. like, she calls it a moat. Mm-hmm. And she realizes that she's in this like other place with she realizes the reverend mother Romalo. Mm-hmm. there is a brief mention of the place that she dares not look the place where only yep. the quizach hadrat can look and she realizes that she is there with the reverend mother and they're not it's not telepathy necess- necessarily they can it's like deeper than that um if this mm-hmm. were uh, a wrinkle in time novel they would be kiving uh, yeah, it's called uh, mutual awareness. I prefer so kiving. Like, yeah. Oh <laughs> um, well, yeah. And so they, um, so <laughs> it's there's a, a a sweet part where she realizes that the Reverend Mother's like true self is herself as a young girl. Yeah, and, she's young uh, and dancing around and full of spirit. And she's just like, you know, that's that's who I am. And, you know, the Reverend Mother is basically saying, like, you need to be prepared because, you know, you're going to be receiving everything. Like, this is, like, mm-hmm. all the information, all the memories going back. And then she's like, are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you should have said something. And Jessica's just like, well, why? And she's just like, this changes both of you. Oh, jeez. Like, this yeah. is, oh, this could go bad. She did say, at least, it's a good thing you weren't having a boy, because you know, this would have killed him. So she's just, so the Reverend Mother is like, look, so try to comfort. There's another moat there. Jessica realizes mm-hmm. that it's her unborn child. And you know, she's like, you've got to try to comfort her and help her out, because receiving all this, this like information and knowledge could drive her insane. Yeah. Because this is not for kids. Like, this is not for an unformed fetus brain. <laughs> right. You're basically uh, getting like a whole history, not just this woman's, but the the reverend mother that made her a reverend mother. So this is like yeah, everyone. Yeah. You know, this is like she's just getting everything. And, you know, the reverend mother's just like, we just kind of got to try to deal with this because can't go back yeah. now. <laughs> right. So she like receives all these memories. Um, she sees a lot of. Uh, she knows that it's not the same as what would have happened if she'd become a Benny Gesserit Reverend Mother, uh, but she doesn't necessarily know what that would entail because that's, you know, a secret until it's your time. Yeah. And so she does have a moment where she's like, I'm really sorry, little baby. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I, I didn't want to do up, this to you. Yeah. But I had to make a decision. Gonna tell you, Jess, not a great decision. Yeah. <laughs> she does know uh, that she's essentially, like, choosing Paul over this unborn mm-hmm. child at the, in that moment. And she 
also realizes when she kind of comes out of this sort of state that one, the Reverend Mother Romalo has passed. Mm-hmm. And two, like physically, you know, she's like, you know, she's gone, but she still remains. And two, that Jessica has like transmogrified the bags of the spice water into something that everyone can partake of without having to go through like this, this ritual, like men, mm-hmm. women, like everyone can drink it now and just get messed up. <laughs> Party in the CH. Uh, Cause all of, she's getting all these memories. So she's getting sort of told what to say, and what to do. And this other voice inside her is like, just let them have their orgy. Mm-hmm. That's what they got to do. Um, she gets a lot of uh, the Fremen memories of when they were taken from their homelands Yep. And more Uh, than one. It sounds like they were on several different planets. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, You know, they they were... Well, they were on a planet called uh, Poritrin, and then Mm -hmm. they were stolen and taken, uh, like, well, to Seleucus Secundus, the prison planet, Mm -hmm. and to a couple other planets and used as slaves. And then eventually they ended up on Arrakis. And she gets all these memories and all these other Reverend Mothers who are just like, you know, never forget, never forgive. Um, And she sees where the water of life comes from. Oh, yeah. Um, Before you say it, uh, Mm -hmm. one detail that did stick out to me, because you don't get a lot of mention of, like, actual, like, Earth cultures or Earth people. Like, you do get, like... Okay, like, Orange Catholic Bible is a thing. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. someone knows what a Catholic is somewhere. But, like, these, uh, the Fremen were apparently descended from the Sunnis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, f- I found interesting. And there's a point in the memories when she is, like, one of the previous Reverend Mothers. They're all, like, sort of screaming things at her. Like, one is the never forget, never forgive, and one yells, they mm-hmm. denied us the Hajj. Yeah. Uh, so, like, they were, you know, taken taken from their homelands, like, divorced of their their culture and their religious background and their rituals. Um, which again makes it all the more interesting that, like, well, I mm-hmm. guess now this white lady gets to yeah. handle all this. Yay! Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as we said at the top of our last episode, like we kind of covered that already. But it, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're unclear as to how to uh, discuss this, go back and listen to the beginning of uh, chapter thirty-six. That that one. So yeah. At least once. I mean, I'll say that once the actual rituals start happening, because there is, you know, we've discussed in the past how, you know, what at what level is this belief. And what level is it just, well, this is what we have to do because people have been taught to believe this. I think once these rituals start happening and Jessica starts to learn more about the Fremen themselves and things like that, I think she does sort of, I don't want to say, you know, she doesn't become like really part of the culture necessarily, but she starts, she respects it more. Like she takes her position seriously. It doesn't just become like, oh, well, I'm... I have to be the Reverend Mother because of Paul. Like, she becomes the Reverend Mother. Yeah. So at least there's that. At least it's not still her just being like, yeah, whatever, Fremen, okay, you know. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, 
Oh, so she discovers where the water of life comes from, which is... It's when a sandworm dies. It, like, spits it up. Ooh. They drown it, basically. Yeah. They find water to drown it in. They, they drown it, and it, like, spits up water of life. I just have to know how Delicious. they do that. It must be a smaller sandworm. That's all I can well, think. Well, water, I mean, is so bad for them as it mm-hmm. is. And it's yeah. not just, like, you know... It's not like a gremlin or something. It's you yeah. Know, like, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, see again the ending of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's it's poisonous to everyone. Uh, Reverend mothers can, you know, survive it. It's okay. It's I looked it up. The bile of a is a young okay. sandworm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm, uh, that's some good bile. The untreated liquid is retrieved from the sandworm as it was drowned in water. The liquid exhalation only emerged right before the creature's moment of death. No. Gross. Not vegan. uh... No, I guess it wouldn't be. Uh, (laughs) Now that I think about it. So now Paul is just like, is, are you Okay. Like, what just happened necessarily? And no. Jessica's just like, she's, she's uh, kind of like, just go join the orgy and leave me. <laughs> she actually tells him, like, you know, it's fine. Go have your drugs, enjoy your orgy. And I know it's deeper than that, but then she is, he's asking her if she's okay. And she's like, you know, and I say, look, I have no hands, but the people all around me say, what are hands? And I'm just like, she's just like, what are hands? <laughs> Paul, you ever just look at your hands? Do you ever think about your hands, really? Just like, whoa, <laughs> look at them. <laughs> He's like, Mom? He wants to know if it's okay for him to drink this because everyone wants him to drink it. And, yeah. you know, and she's just like, yeah, it's cool. Everyone's like, you gotta <laughs> just, like, everyone's going, Paul, you gotta drink it. You're holding everything up. Like yeah. 20,000 people Still have to drink like, this. Come on, kid. Be a good boy and take your drugs. And Stilgar says, now we know that you cannot be false. She was was like, oh shit, my life was in danger right up until this moment. And then, I mean, like, I'm really hoping she bangs Stilgar. I don't know what happens in this orgy. Let's just assume. Hashtag fan. I'm gonna assume. Uh, So everyone's, (laughs) yeah, everyone's on drugs. Um, And so... Chani, <laughs> I enjoy this feeling where he says, um, Paul, he felt carnival excitement in the air. And I like that because I think everyone's had that feeling where you're at a party or you're with somebody mm-hmm. and like stuff's going on and there's just this feeling like something's going to yeah. happen. Everyone's having a good time. And if I drink this right now, something's going to happen. Do I want mm-hmm. that to happen? And he does. So Stilgar's like, will you drink it? So everyone, everyone starts drinking it. Um, and Chani's just like, you know, he like looks at her armband and she's just like, you know, I could be sad about my dad even as I'm having a good time. <laughs> like, yeah. People are complex, Paul. Yeah. Uh, we both lost our fathers to the Harkonnens. And then she, like, I don't know, like, takes him to her apartment, basically. 
Yeah, I think that they're like, and I, I really like this part because they're kind of describing like the sensation. He's describing like the sensation of it. And it's like a, a more like toned down version of what Jessica was experiencing with the Reverend mm-hmm. Mother is like, it's like a shared awareness, like a shared experience. They're kind of, and he realizes that like the Fremen must have like a touch of this prescience that he mm-hmm. has yeah yeah because uh, shawnee's like who are you yeah because <laughs> like, he's you know she says you have to tell me what's going on because i can tell something is happening here and i'm scared because what mm-hmm. the hell is happening and he kind of says like well you know i've had i've had visions of you um and she says that she took him away from everyone else because everyone feels everything together when they're mm. in this this state and it was all too much. Yeah. And she could feel that like Paul kind of like she calls it he presses on people. Mm. And she was like, you know, that's too much for everybody and like I just had to get you away from there. Yeah. And he says, Well, what do you see? And she says that she sees a vision of their future child. Yeah. Which would freak um, me out. And she's freaked out, too, because there's one point where she goes, how could I know everything about you? Like, mm-hmm. I've known you for, like, three days. And now, all of a sudden, I'm envisioning our children, and I, like, know every, I know everything about you. Like, why do, and I mean, like, and I mean, and I don't say this, like, it's not meant to, like, it's not, like, in a joking manner. But when she says, like, why yeah. do I know every feature of you? I do think that that is an aspect of, like, why can I picture you naked when I've never seen yeah. you naked? Like, why <laughs> do I know this? And he's just like, because that's just it. And she's just like, yeah, you're freaky. <laughs> like, help me yeah. out here, man. Uh, and then he's once again able to see the future and his like two paths um yeah do you want to talk about his two paths um well he does see he does sort of uh have a moment where he sees uh fade Mm -hmm. and uh and the knife like he's you know sort of uh able to see that that future is out there waiting for him um and the other side he does uh he does see you know the jihad he sees Mm -hmm. the fremen sort of and i i really don't like this makes me so uncomfortable but like this like bloodthirsty hordes type speech Mm -hmm. um and yeah i just was very uncomfortable reading it and not at all uh thrilled with that but those are kind of the two futures he sees like he can die by his enemies or he can you know kill thousands of people all across the universe and he does kind of you know it it takes a toll on him he is 15 i think it is important to remember that that like that's a lot (laughs) he just wants to hook up with this girl (laughs) yeah and like none of those options is ideal (laughs) like Neither of those things sounds like a a future that I would want. And even when he's, because he also can see what is sort of the center at the moment, which is just this very limited time of peace where he can just be with Chani and everyone can Mm -hmm. just be quiet and hidden. And 
like you were saying with her having the vision of their child. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, because there's a point earlier when they're walking down, you know, through the corridors where he, you know, they brush up against each other and he's just sort of like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like, she's so beautiful. And she's like soft, but also just... like tough. Yeah, <laughs> girl. It's a girl. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. But the idea of being 15, like even in this in this sense, like even Chani in this culture the idea of being 15 and then it's like oh here's these visions of how like we're meant to be in love and i'm Mm -hmm. gonna have your child and you're gonna have my child and it's just that would be so terrifying Mm -hmm. to not just have a vision of something like that where you know it's like and i think you're cool that like in a very short time paul has left the only home he's ever known Mm mm-hmm lost everyone in his life except for his mother like known for a fact that his father is dead had to flee for his life (laughs) accepted this like path as this like this unwanted thing that he you know he sort of feels like hamstrung or you know by his own fate Mm -hmm. like been forced to accept that this is part of him and and something that will probably happen at his behest. Yeah. So it's like, that's a lot. That's a lot for a 15-year-old even, kid. Even one that's raised to be a leader from a young age. And he starts to cry. Mm-hmm. And Shawnee asks him if he's giving, you know, moisture to the dead and to who. And he says, to one's not yet dead. And she says, well, then, like, let them be alive. Yeah. Like, they're not dead yet. And... She says, you know, that when they're together, you know, she says she's not afraid and asks, you know, tells him to look at her and says, you know, when we're together like this, I can see what you see. And she says, you know, I see that, you know, we're meant to be together and to like love each other for right now until Mm -hmm. like all this shit goes down. So let's just do that. Like, let's do that. And but then again, like Paul immediately is just like, well, that, yeah, you know, I would like that. But then he has what he calls, you know, um, sensed his future becoming memories like he already knows all this stuff he's already like you know he says like so many times you've given me comfort and forgetfulness yeah. that you've just met but it's already you know passed to him yeah um and then presumably they like hook up but we don't yeah. have to hear about that because no because it's their children and their children <laughs> um, so that is the end of book two Mwadeep. that is oh so much stuff jessica your choices <laughs> are poor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get that she thought she was doing what was best, but mm-hmm. the talk about some unintended consequences. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what do we have in store, Megan? We're going to take a week off because mm-hmm. this is our break time in between... You know, the this was a very big part of this book. So now we're I would say we're what, about two thirds finished now? Yeah, yeah, we're getting we're getting close. Yeah. And chapters so, become longer at this point too. Yeah, they um, do. In book three, The Prophet. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're gonna do that in the movie, if there's gonna be like chapter headings. Or if they're gonna split that between the two movies, maybe. 
What did I just see that did that? Something. I don't remember. But at the mm. time, I remember thinking like, oh, there's... Sometimes I think that, you know, I, I feel like sometimes that, depending on the movie, you can pull that off. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so after that, we will be having another special episode yes. about The Dark Tower. And yes. we'll be discussing a book two, The Drawing of Three. We will. So look for that in the next few weeks. Um, I want to get another like guest episode in here uh, before we come back with book three. So we might have someone come in and you know discuss one of the move either the movie or the miniseries. We'll mm -hmm. see. Yeah, but we're gonna take a little break, and um, you know we're still gonna have some content for you guys, but. In the meantime, you guys hit just everyone get caught up and, you know, join us back when we're back with uh, book three, The Prophet. And I'm I'm just excited. There's finally momentum about the movie again. I mean, because it's always oh, yeah. what happens. I mean, it's it's <laughs> I think the fact that, that middle ground Wars point so poorly is only going to help Dune. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed a lot. I mean, as much as I do love Star Wars, I have not seen. Mm -hmm rise of skywalker yet but i love star mm -hmm. wars in general i yeah. do enjoy the people who are just like no it's over dune welcome yeah. to dune come to dune <laughs> Time everyone for dune. i'm very excited <laughs> are you guys ready for dune you, you think you are but you're not <laughs> right <laughs> uh you don't know what you're you're in the mood you're, you're coming up for. to yeah um, <laughs> and it will, i i think it'll be uh exciting yeah, I do too. Um, so do we have anything to plug? I You can always find our, our work. We also are staff writers at the spool. So you can find oh, our, well. us over there. Yes. And do you want to tell our listeners? The spool has just gotten approved on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Which means that all of our reviews now for movies and television count mm -hmm. towards the tomato ratings. Yes. I went and I looked up my review of Shit's Creek Season 6 and I was happy to see that it has a 100% score. So it wasn't nice. just me that was like fangirling over that season. <laughs> so <laughs> very exciting. I don't know stuff. if any of mine are up yet. They um, are. I've already looked <laughs> I've already looked you up. <laughs> oh, my my Spectre one is mm -hmm. up there. And oh, my Sanditon and my Party of 5. Yeah. Look at that. So, I, yeah. Those are yep, both you can, accurate. Find us at on Rotten Tomatoes now. We're critics. <laughs> oh my god, I know. <laughs> my dad said, I told my dad, and he was like, "Well, I guess it's official now. It's just been unofficial for <laughs> your whole life, pretty much." I was just like, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, yeah, I think with mine, it was mostly that they didn't know what Rotten Tomatoes was, so it was yeah. sort of like, "Oh, that's good." Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my mom. <laughs> has no idea but my dad yeah. follows that stuff yeah. okay that's good <laughs> but yeah so congratulations to clint and all of the other wonderful mm -hmm. writers yes. over at the spool including our friend gina radcliffe who was on on the show in uh when we were first getting started um so congratulations to everyone and it's a big deal 
It it's is. very exciting. Clint has worked so hard. He really has. He's going to be going to Sundance. Crazy. Oh, so good. He deserves yeah, it. Yeah, he does. So I think that's going to wrap it up for us this time. I agree. I'm excited <laughs> to talk Drawing of the Three. I am too, because there's a lot. It's a very rich story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It starts It starts out hot and just keeps going. Yeah, it's rich with incident. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's an excellent turn of phrase. Yes. <laughs> oh, so stay tuned for that. And you can always reach out to us. Let us know how you're enjoying the show. Um, you know, you can send us private messages. So you can email us at weirdingpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, weirdingpod. Um, yeah, just reach out to us anywhere and just let us know. Are you enjoying the show? Got yeah. any stories to share? Anything Dune related? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We love to hear from you guys. I see people mention the podcast on mm-hmm. Facebook and I have to try to not immediately be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hi. Do you, mean, you mean my show? Do you That's mean my, my show? My show? Hello. <laughs> Hi. How are you doing? It's, Hello. I, I love those moments. It's always very strange because, like, I was standing in a line at the last um, conference I went to to get some books signed. And, like, two of the authors I was in line for started talking. And I heard my name and they were talking about me. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> um, Hi, that's me. <laughs> I, I'm just glad it wasn't like, oh god, but that Bonarth is so annoying. <laughs> well, I have I have name dropped you, oh. uh, two authors, and they always they seemed very positive about it. So, well, that's good to hear. Yeah, I'm very they glad. weren't like, oh, you do, you know her. Mm. Oh, her. Mm. <laughs> Step five feet away from me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cross out how I just signed your book, and I'm just gonna write, die, no. <laughs> Bo, die. <laughs> Give this to Bo. What? Why does it? Oh Lord! <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Yeah. Well. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So we look forward to hearing from you guys. And needless to say, if we do get a trailer, a teaser, footage, promos, anything, we may be up for doing a special hiatus short episode. Of course. Yeah. So look there for that. There might be a picture of Oscar Isaac or something. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just full I always forget that he's in it. <laughs> and then when I remind he's gonna be in it, it for just like, like ten minutes. I'm just like, oh Oscar. See, and that's my thing. I do wonder, because I'm torn. Mm-hmm. Do I want them to add more Duke stuff because it is Oscar Isaac? Or do I just wanna understand that I'm gonna see him for like fifteen minutes? Yeah, I'm know. not I, I'm not sure. That is I'm torn. pretty double edged. I mean he was in um Annihilation very little. But mm-hmm. he was in it enough that I was like, yeah, I'll go see it. Yeah. I will watch true. this again. I will buy this on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah. I've seen Annihilation a few times now. Huh. Yeah. Do you understand it anymore? Because I still don't. And I read the book, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, I, I wouldn't say that understand it. I do enjoy it. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's yeah. fine. I told you, that's pretty much how you should take Dune as well, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you back when we come back with our special Dark Tower episode. 